emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. I'm Kevin Merida, Senior Vice President of ESPN. Hi, everyone. This is Rexy Roll from Western Air, Bahamas. I'm Monica Morgan, international photojournalist and motivational speaker. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7. Hey, this is Maurice Griffin from BET Sunday's Best. I'm Lauren Winfrey, TV news reporter for today's TMJ4 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is Dr. Eddie Connor, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud show with my main man, Michael Nimmons. Grew up listening and singing If I Could Be Like Mike, and I really do, so I had to listen to how he brings it, how he flows with it, how he engages you, how he speaks truth to power and inspires you to do something greater than ever before. Don't you dare miss it. Continue to listen. Think out loud. Speak out loud. Michael Nimmons. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... The Thinking Out Loud radio show. 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 So one of the best radio shows that I've ever been on. And in Detroit, I can't go without thinking out loud with my boy, Michael Nimmons. This is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimitz. Miss the Behind the Scenes Show featuring author, speaker, and playwright, Vanessa Lynn. As I said earlier, how your story sounds so similar to uh, Tyler Perry. What are your thoughts about um, his decision to uh, retire uh, his famous character, Medea? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. I think that, you know, just like with anything that we do, everything has a season. Um, he has certainly done, you know, Madea was his door. We knew Tyler Perry through Madea. We'll give him a little break, but I'm, I'm positive. Uh, they can go back and listen to this uh, recording for me and you. I'm positive that we'll definitely see Madea again. She'll make an appearance somewhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hello and welcome to... Another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nemitz. I'm so excited, again, that you tuned in to the show. It's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Thank you, guys. We are in uh, the third week of February. Man, where is the time going? Just um, (laughs) looking at... Uh, what is going on around us? The weather uh, in Michigan is just, I mean, it is what it is. 
Woo, I'm already tired of the snow. I know those of you who are living in this area or in the Midwest, for that matter, are uh, just about tired of the snow and ready for spring to come on around the corner. I know I am. I know I am. Uh, today was a little bit better than days uh, past previously, uh, but um, I am just about ready for a break from all of this snow but nevertheless we are here and excited about another edition of the thinking out loud radio show and we've got a great show for you on tonight uh we've titled the show the miseducation of a stripper a testimony from ceo and speaker and mentor uh miss tony owens she is a uh, she has a powerful testimony of how God uh, transformed and completely changed her life from stripping to now. Uh, CEO of her own nonprofit organization, mentoring young girls um, and and trying to keep them on the straight and narrow. And so uh, we'll be sharing with you this interview in just a little bit. But we again excited to have her on the show. Uh, I just enjoy uh, testimonies like this uh, where you're able to really see God's transformative power uh, reflected in uh, in us. You know, uh, Paul said it best in Romans 12 and 1. Uh, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is definitely a transformative interview we'll be sharing with you in just a few minutes. And also, in honor of tonight's show, we have a very special thought of the week that you don't want to miss. It's from a sermon entitled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? It also inspired my first book entitled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? Those that um, are, are new listeners to the show uh, may not be aware that we're also an author. We've written a couple books. Uh, the first book that we wrote is entitled, who told you that you are or you were naked? The question that God asked of Adam in the Garden of Eden after they disobey, after he and Eve disobeyed his command to not eat of the fruit of the tree of good and evil. They did so anyway. And um, man has been suffering ever since because of Adam and Eve's disobedience. Um, but one of the, the main things that comes out of that, out of their disobedience is um, they were immediately separated from God. There was a spiritual separation from him that, um, you know, was was in sharp contrast to how things were before um, Adam and Eve disobeyed God. Adam walked with God in the garden and he. Um, was empowered by God to name all the animals. He had, man was given dominion and power, and uh, and here after Adam 
uh, and Eve disobeyed God, we find Adam uh, shivering in uh, his own nakedness, hiding behind bushes as God uh, calls for him, inquires of him, Adam, where art thou? The Bible says God's voice came walking through the garden, inquiring of where Adam was. And Adam uh, said, uh, I, I hid myself because I was naked. That was his initial response to God. And God's response to Adam was, who told you that you were naked? And we deal with that question in great detail in our book, Who Told You That You Were Naked? A book that talks about our identity and rediscovering our true identity in Jesus Christ. Because I say all the time, the Bible is not just a book. Um, it's not just the the autobiography of I'm sorry, the biography rather of Jesus Christ, the life and times of Jesus Christ. But it is also the autobiography of you and I. There is no way that uh, we can understand who we are uh, or know who we are without knowing who God is. And I truly believe once we know who God is, we will definitely know who we are. And uh, so we have a powerful thought that we coming directly from that book. Who told you that you were naked? It's available on Amazon. You can go to our website, michaelnemons.com and purchase our book. I believe the book is $15 uh, on Amazon. Uh, we are encouraging people to go out and purchase it. It has been a blessing to so many people. I believe we published this book seven years ago or so and then we recently published a new book entitled vision you've heard heard some of the commercials for that book as well also available on amazon a great book that talks about um having god's eyesight um and and having and how we we can how god uh, how we're able to see past uh, our problems and see past what things look like on the surface. And once we are able to get God's vision, once we're able to see things the way God does, um, it would, it would you, we just can't imagine how our lives just open up right in front of us. Our, our destiny and our, our, our futures just open up right in front. When we are able to see life the way God sees it, when we're able to see ourselves the way God sees us, <laughs> man, what an amazing opportunity. I'm telling you, um, you, you really need to, uh, to check these books out. Uh, Vision is $20 available on Amazon as well. Go to our website, michaelnemis.com, and you can pick up both books. Uh, I, I guarantee they're going to bless you. But stay tuned for a powerful sermon. I want to share with you a portion of that sermon at the end of the show. A dynamic message, I guarantee, is going to bless you. But you got to listen to the entire show. So don't go anywhere. Make sure you don't miss tonight's thought of the week. Also, we want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Um, we let you know periodically how our show is doing uh, on Blog Talk Radio. Man, we are just at the halfway point. Um, we're 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 um, a little over five hundred. Uh, streams or listens away from believe it or not 10,000 listens <laughs> I can't believe it either 10,000 
thousand listens. Uh, so that means that uh, over a year, a course of a year, um, you know, thereabout, uh, we have had our show has been listened to uh, ten thousand times. Uh, we are just about there. As last I checked, we are uh, around uh, ninety five hundred or so. Um, and in just a few days, I think we may be approaching that 10,000 mark and another milestone accomplishment for the Thinking Out Loud radio show that we would not have been able to do without you. We thank you so much for your uh, support of our show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And do us a favor, rate, review, and subscribe, and even share our uh, podcast uh, over your social media networks as well. We uh, we we want to be. Uh, a a blessing to those who listen. We hope that we are uh, doing that as well. Our numbers are showing us that we are, that people are tuning in and listening and even sending us emails as well. Uh, they're sending us guest recommendations for the show and we truly appreciate that. If you have a guest recommendation in mind or if you're interested in being on Thinking Out Loud radio show, send us an email at contact at Michael Nim- We'd be more than happy to get back with you, review your bio and resume, and may may look into having you on a future show. Send us an email at contact at michaelnemes.com. We are so very happy and open to uh, having new guests on the show, individuals of like mind and passion that are doing great things in their community, trying to be a positive influence and impact to others. So those are the individuals that uh, we're, we're, we're trying to connect with and hopefully you're listening to this show on tonight. So if you are, send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com. We'd be more than happy to get in touch with you. What you thinking about? 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 What you think about? What you think about? In this week's What Are You Thinking About segment, our first story we're calling the Pale Face Clapback. <laughs> uh, you know, last week we told you about our Blackface or Black History blog and how there were so many cases of Blackface coming out during the month of February. Well, apparently I wasn't the only one who was affected by all of this, according to Blavity News. Marcus Mars Simpson has developed the best possible clapback to the luxury brand supposed accident. Uh, Gucci and Prada, of course. A similar sweater that uses stereotypically white features as its starting point. Speaking with Blavity, the only the brave co-founder said his thin lip sweater turned out as as a way for him to use his creativity to express his outrage 
Uh, if you haven't seen this article, we posted a link on our Thinking Out Loud radio show Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud radio show. Go there right now if you want to see what that sweater looks like. It covers half of, uh, well, it co- covers the the, um, the the lower portion of, a, of the mouth, uh, the cheek area. Uh, it's not a, it is a, um, kind of a beige looking sweater with, uh, pink lips. (laughs) Uh, so we posted a a link on, uh, our Thinking Out Loud Facebook, uh, page and we titled it Tit for Tat, or is this the greatest clapback? So we want to know what you think. Go to our Facebook page and let us know what you think. Do you... Um, share this gentleman's outrage uh, about uh, Gucci's and Prada's uh, well Gucci sweater and Prada's black face styles um, you know this is Black History Month and again all of this coming out in the month of February to me is really um, just incredible uh, it's ridiculous uh, uh, to say the least but um, that is what is happening so again, and of course, if you haven't read our blog, uh, Blackface or Black History, go to michaelnemons.com and check it out. Leave your comments. Uh, we've been getting um, uh, quite a few um, interests in our blogs um, this week, actually. People that have been checking out not just our Blackface or Black History blog, but they've also been checking out our blog entitled Unprecedented, talking about President Trump and all of the unprecedented ways that he is uh, really unprecedented. You've got to read that blog. Uh, also, R. Kelly's uh, Other Mistress, another one that's been getting quite a few hits. And uh, another one of our recent blogs uh, is America Ready, talking about um, some of the recent uh, Democratic candidates that have thrown their hat in the ring to run for president of the united states in 2020 including senator kamala harris uh so those are some some of the recent blogs that we've written have been getting quite a few hits on our homepage, on our our website michaelnemons.com so take a few minutes today and check it out let us know what you think we would love to get your feedback as well uh in a related story (laughs) yes in a related story Another fashion brand, uh, Burberry, offers an apology over a sweater that they recently released that has, believe it or not, a noose around it. I said it, you heard me correctly. Burberry apologizes for debuting hoodie with noose around the neck. That is correct. Another slave reference in the month of February. See what I'm saying, guys? This is not coincidental. This is not accidental here. In fact, I I ran across this particular article uh, on Bernice King's uh, Twitter feed. Uh, She posted this uh, on Twitter earlier in the day. Uh, and uh, her comments were, I wonder how many uh, people, how many, I wonder how many eyes saw this before it was actually debuted. 
And, and it's the same thing we said about the blackface sweater and the uh, blackface dials from Prada. You know, how many eyes saw these uh, clothing items before they were actually released and debuted? And you mean to tell me nobody had a problem with it? I, that, you know... This is this is a real um, pattern that we're seeing here. Uh, but again, Burberry apologizes for debuting hoodie with noose around neck, according to Ebony Magazine. Actually, this is an article for Ebony Magazine. British fashion brand Burberry apologized after debuting a hoodie with a nose a noose around the neck during its London Fashion Week show. The fashion house said to remove the clothing item from its collection after one of its models blasted the brand on Instagram on Sunday. You mean to tell me nobody at Burberry thought that a noose around a sweater would be a problem? Oh, my God. I, I, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it again. We've, with this this link is posted on our Facebook page as well. We uh, hope you would check it out again. Thinking Out Loud Radio Show is the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Go there. We love to get your comments. Um, uh, Burberry CEO Marco Gabadi told CNN in a statement, we are deeply sorry. Here we go. For the distress caused by one of the products that featured uh, in our um, AW 2019 runway collection, he went on to say, though he designed, though though he designed, and again, <laughs> though he designed, I'm reading exactly what these this man's words were, was inspired by the marine theme that ran throughout. The collection. It was insensitive and we made a mistake. A horrible mistake. A horrible mistake. You mean to tell me the optics of a noose around a hoodie didn't raise anyone's antennas at all? That is very, very hard to believe. And not to mention the other brands that are that had to come out and apologize uh, for releasing insensitive material and clothing items. It, again, th- there's a, a disconnect somewhere. We're not communicating with each other, and that's what we talk about in our. Uh, that's what we talk about in our blog. There's a tremendous disconnect, a global disconnect that exists between. Um, you know the the haves and the haves not the have and the have not, so to speak. Um, it, it's just tremendous. I I am um, flabbergasted, and I I, I share uh, the gentleman Mark Mars Simpson's outrage. And again, I understand why he was provoked to uh, really try to clap back at these. Insensitive companies who put out this uh, these clothing items without um, 
any oversight, without anyone uh, checking to make sure that they don't, they're not offensive to anyone or offensive to a particular ethnicity or demographic. Possibly they may be one of, uh, may be a, a big consumer of ours. I don't know. Just um, wow, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm uh, this is <laughs> amazing to me, you know. So check out the article. It's on our our Facebook page, Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show is the link. Leave us your comments. Let us know what your thoughts are about uh, this. Yet another article. Yet another company coming out having to apologize because they really didn't uh, think this thing through. And finally, and finally, um, you know, the Grammys were uh, on February 10th of a couple weeks back, actually. Uh, Many of you you saw it. We talked about it on last week. Um, But I ran across an interesting uh, story on uh, social media. Actually, it was on YouTube regarding the Grammys and gospel recording artist and pastor Smokey Norfolk. Who, according to uh, Lala Lynn, Celebrity News, want to give her a shout out. Lala Lynn, Celebrity News and Entertainment on YouTube. Um, I told her I was going to shout this article out. Shouts out to her. Don't know if if she's listening or not, but we love your channel and subscribe and left a comment that we will be sharing this story during tonight's show. But Smokey Nofrul offered a criticism of the Grammy Awards, which... I thought was worthy of discussion on tonight's show. As you know, the Grammys aired on February 10th, and of course you know there were a ton of winners, but Pastor Smokey Norfolk took issue with pop star Tori Kelly winning for Best Gospel Album and Best Gospel Music Performance. When not only is she not a gospel artist, but there was a great field of nominees like for example Jonathan McReynolds, Corey Hawthorne uh, Jacqueline Carr uh, Brian Courtney Wilson Todd Delaney who uh, these individuals he also tagged in this Instagram post which uh, he recently removed because I couldn't find it um, including the Recording Academy but I wanted to read to you a little bit from um, this particular post that pastor and uh, gospel artist Smokey Norfolk uh, posted on uh, his Instagram page. She said, now, no disrespect to Tori or Kirk, Kirk Franklin, who is my friend and brother and created an excellent CD. But these are the true winners in the gospel. He has pictures of all the individuals that I named. Uh, the Walls group include uh, are included. Corey Hawthorne, Todd Delaney, uh, Jacqueline Carr, um, uh, you know, uh, um, Jonathan McReynolds, Todd Delaney. These individuals are um, tagged in this post, and um, he starts off by saying, These are the true winners in the gospel category for the Grammys. Heavy on gospel caps in all caps heavy on gospel congratulations to 
each of you. I'm a bona fide fan of how awesomely God uses each of you. All of your music has blessed and cared me personally. I pray your ministry is never reduced to the size of a statue. Your anointing is huge in all caps. I want to publicly acknowledge the sacrifices, work, prayer, scriptural preparation, and true ministry you offer to the world. You stand on the legacy of many who have remained faithful and labored in the gospel. You are worthy of double honor, all the gospel artists. I love you and appreciate you, and uh, God is pleased. This is uh, some of what Pastor Smokey Norfolk wrote on his Instagram post uh, criticizing the, uh, the Grammys for... Their selection of Tori Kelly, who is a pop star, who won for, um, I believe it was Best Gospel Album and Best Gospel Performance. Those are the only two gospel categories that are left on the Grammys. They've pared down the uh, the, the the gospel categories to only two um, in this year's Grammys and. Uh, a pop star, Tori Kelly, won them both. And, you know, you can imagine, um, you know, that there were individuals who were upset with that, including those, I'm sure, that were nominated or, you know, maybe not upset but disappointed because um, what you what you notice is that, or what it appears, and this is what I think uh, Pastor Norfolk's point really was, is that artists from other genres are welcome uh, to do gospel songs and are even nominated uh, in gospel categories for the Grammys. But it doesn't work the same way for gospel artists. Gospel artists can, are not nominated for pop Grammys. They're not, or in pop gap categories, they're not nominated uh, in R and B R and B um, segments or categories. They're nominated strictly in the the gospel categories. And um, personally, I think it's primarily because of how gospel music as a whole is viewed by the Recording Academy. This is my opinion. It is strategically and purposely been pared down to just two categories and anybody can sing gospel. This is from the Academy's perspective, I think, whether this is your committed genre or not. There is even um, there is even more implicit message, I believe, that is being sent as well. And that is gospel music isn't sacred anymore. It isn't a genre that only gospel artists are privy to singing or recording. And from one perspective, you know, what should we expect from a thoroughly secular academy? Why should gospel artists expect their music to be appreciated by an entity that barely understands its purpose. You see, the world will never understand gospel music or as Kirk put it, while we sing. But I think the crux of Smokey's message was to bestow credit upon those gospel nominees who are dedicated and committed 
to the genre. And we want to do the same from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We want to send you our kudos and congratulations to those of you who were nominated. You may not have won, but you've already won in our book. Your music is greatly appreciated. Keep singing, keep singing for Jesus. Your reward from Him will be exponentially greater than you can ever imagine. Well, that is the What Are You Thinking About segment for this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. When we come back, we're going to share with you a powerful interview, The Miseducation of a Stripper, a testimony from none other than Tony Owens, CEO and speaker. We're excited to have her on the show with us on tonight. I guarantee you this is an interview you don't want to miss. So don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to the show. It's giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's a Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the thinking Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. This the show where we talk women in politics with Reverend Marcia L. Dyson. You have a new congresswoman, Rashida Tlaib, who said we're going to impeach this MF. What do you think of her comments? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. We know the war cry is what she had said. What she said and how she said it, she has the right to say. But you ask me what I wish she had done, the reason why I was excited about her and the sister from Somalia being there, because I know for Somalia and Africa that we could at least, as American citizens, know that Africa was not one country. It was multiple countries on the continent. She had that opportunity to make us global citizens, and for me, she missed the mark with it. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248 248- 820-3691 That's 248-820-3691 And order your custom basket today Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show Available on Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio And now available on Spotify Subscribe today
Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. Endorsed by presiding bishops, pastors, ministers, best-selling authors, and more. Listen to what Dr. Eddie Connor had to say. Vision is a riveting book filled with spiritual keys and pragmatic principles. The insights shared by Michael Nimitz will inspire you to manifest your vision to receive provision. As you read, you will be encouraged to embark on your own vision from within. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. Miss the 100 show? On August 7th, 2017, a show was born. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. In this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be switching it up a bit and taking you on a trip down memory lane, highlighting some of our most influential guests. Denise Isaac, a former meteorologist for Channel 7. Kirk Mays, CEO of Forgotten Harvest. Kevin Merida, a senior vice president at ESPN. Rexy Roll, VP and general counsel for Western Air. Judge Vonda Evans. God will use ordinary people to do extraordinary things. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. All right, everybody, we are back on another very special edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Of course, I'm your host. Michael Nimmons, and I have a very special guest on the line with us on tonight, a very um, special young lady with a very powerful testimony. I can't wait for her to share with you on tonight. Just want to read a little bit about her uh, about her uh, in her bio so you all can get a little familiar with her, but I really want her to give uh, her testimony and share her testimony in her own way. What many would use as a reason to quit and throw in the towel, she chose to use as a stepping stone to her monumental success. For Tony Owens, mentor and motivational speaker, it's more important to give a voice to the things many choose to sweep under the rug as opposed to remaining silent. Raised by a drug-addicted mother as a survivor of domestic violence and other forms of abuse, Tony realized early on that the only way out of life's storm is to go through them. It was through these very storms of life that God revealed her purpose here on earth. Her joint efforts with another organization for a 48-hour homeless challenge even led her to be featured in the Michigan Chronicle and on Fox News. Working to pen her own autobiographical narrative, using her story as a voice for those who suffer in silence. Tony is committed to traveling uncharted territory to help others live a life of freedom 
and fulfillment. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome to new friend of the show, mentor and motivational speaker, Miss Tony Owens. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Tony. Hi, Michael Memmons. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for being on the show with us. Um, I truly appreciate you being on and um, and and just willing to share your testimony with uh, our listeners on tonight. Those that are listening on Blog Talk Radio and on WDPR 102.4, you're definitely in for a treat. Um, so, Tony, um, I ran across uh, a video that... Uh, was shared by I believe it was Pastor Robbie uh, Warren uh, some time ago a Facebook live video that um, uh, that he had you uh, as a uh, a feature on he wanted you to give your testimony of one a very powerful one and I was actually able to to view some of that and that's how we connected on social media um, but before we get into your your testimony. I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Tony Owens, and I am the CEO and founder of Journeys and Trails, which that is an organization for mentorship, empowerment, and life training. We are here in Detroit, Michigan. That is where I was born and raised. I come from a background of abuse, of a drug-addicted mother. I was raised coming just from a background of bouncing from house to house as I was a adolescent and then just growing up in the streets and now where I'm at in my walk with God has my walk just turned around completely and I'm just at a place where I'm a woman of God now so right now what I'm currently doing is just empowering people with my organization and just being a voice for many other women and children and youth, whether it's male or female, because a lot of people have experienced a lot of things that I have experienced before, and that's where I'm at right now. And, and you know, again, we truly appreciate you being on uh, the show tonight uh, to really share with our listeners uh, about your life, about you know some of the things that you've gone through you talked about that a bit in your bio um growing up um you know in uh you know being exposed to abuse um you know and 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 your mother you said um uh, we survivor domestic violence a drug addicted mother you know those those two things right there are um are just um I know were very, uh, very difficult parts of your life, and it's not—it's probably not easy to share. But you know, the only way that you—you uh, you know, I, I truly believe God takes us through, uh, through things not for us, but for someone else, so that we can bless someone else through our testimony, right? Definitely. I agree with that. I definitely do agree. I believe that the things that we experience and that we face 
it's not always for us, not always to help build us up and strengthen us, but it's just to be a light for someone else. And and so, you know, without any further ado, I want you to really uh, share with our listeners your testimony of what you went through and how God brought you out of it. Yes. Um, growing up, I... Growing up, I have always been promiscuous starting at a very young age. At a very young age, I started to be very promiscuous because I didn't have the proper guidance in my household as far as my mother not being there like how a mother would be for a child who you have. I have siblings as well, but growing up, it was just me and my sister in the household and it was my dad. So my dad would constantly go to work Monday through Saturday throughout the week. He worked at four, and he did his best to take care of us. And my mom, she was on drugs. So with my mother being on drugs, she never was really there to just teach me how to properly be a woman and just how to be a teenager, how to be a female and carry myself and different things like that. So I was always around different who were much older than me, going to different babysitter houses that my father had to pay for. And doing that, I became promiscuous because my friends, they had brothers, and I started messing around with their brothers when I go spend a night somewhere. And at an early age, I had got pregnant. I got pregnant at the age of 14 years old. I had my son a month after my 15th birthday, but during my pregnancy when I was 14 years old, my son's father went to prison. He went to prison the first month that I was pregnant. The, the first month that I found out I was pregnant, he went to prison. So we went to trial for six months, up to my six months of my pregnancy. I was down at Frank Murphy Court on the sentencing day, and he was sentenced to 19 years in prison. He was 17 years old, I was 14. He was sentenced to 19 years in prison due to some things that he did out in the streets that he had no business doing. And I literally felt like it was like the end of the world. I was 14 years old, six months pregnant. My mother wasn't there to really support at that time like that. And I didn't know nothing about being a mom. I was just a kid having a kid, just entered into high school. And during my years, of that time of going through, trying to make it through high school, just following up to when I had my son when I was 15, a month after my 15th birthday, I had started hanging around a female who, she was about my same age, but she was a little bit more experienced than me and exposed. She was dancing, doing after hour parties, bachelor parties and different things like that. And me and her was hanging out and she was like, hey, you know, I have this party. Would you like to dance at this party? And that's when I first started to be introduced to dancing, introduced to dancing. So she gave me some of her dance clothes. And from there, I started dancing. I started going to parties with her. And we started dancing at different clubs after our joints and different things like that. And we weren't being carded or anything. So I was only 15 years old at this time. I was only 15 years old at this time, and I was just being exposed to so many different things that a 15-year-old shouldn't be exposed to. I started dating a drug dealer. From there, 
he had a lot of money. So when we would go out, he would take me and my friends to the strip club. And we were never carded at these bars or anything like that. It was always because he was this big money guy, we were able to just go right into the bar with him. So at 15, I started going to the strip club. I'm dancing in these little local spots that people go to for after hour hangouts and different things like that. And these were the things that I were doing to get money so I can fund for myself, so I can fund for my son. I wasn't getting the proper help at home like a kid should. I was buying my own clothes. I was paying for my own meals mainly. And when I wanted to go somewhere or do something, I was coming out of pocket for these things for myself. Too as where a 15 year old girl, you would think that her parents would be doing these things for her. So at the age of 16, I met this other guy and he was a really big street guy at this time. And I met him and I was walking one day and me and him started dating. From that point on, I immediately was just like attached to him and we were living with each other. He was 31 years old, I was 16. And while I was living with him, I started to notice like these controlling ways about him to where if I wanted to go over one of my friend's house, he would just tell me, oh no, you can't go over there. I think there's gonna be guys over there. I think you guys are doing other things and I think you're hanging out with a dude and different things like that. And I would tell him like, I just wanna go hang out with my friends. I just wanted to still be a kid sort of in a way because I was still a kid. So I had a lot of childish ways still then even though I was trying to be grown and trying to be more of my age than what I was. So during the time of being with him, I say a few months later after being with him, one day we were driving in a car and while we were driving in a car, he questioned me about another guy and he said I was lying to him and he just punched me right in the side of my face. I had never in my life ever, ever been hit by a man before. My own dad didn't even whoop me as a child growing up. I probably should have gotten some discipline there because I think that I would have been more controlled and together with my life if I had more discipline and guidance, but I didn't have that. So when a man had put his hands on me, I knew that a man should not be putting his hands on a female. So I literally just started going crazy in the car. I, I didn't even know what was happening. He drove me to his mother's house. And when he drove me to his mother's house, I got out the car, ran to her house, and I ran in her bathroom and I shut the door and I just laid on the ground and I was crying and he was, he was telling his mom like, she did this, she did that. And his mother came in there and talked to me and I told her I didn't want to go back home. She knew I was living with her son and she did not like that I was with her son because I was only 16 and her son was 31. And she would tell me all the time, you need to just get your life together. You are a young girl. You have no business being with my son. She would tell me that all the time. I never listened to her, never listened to her. He didn't listen to her at all, period. He didn't listen to her. So from that day, she took me to the hospital the next day and I had a head concussion. He came apologizing, asking me to come home and telling me he loves me, telling me that, you know, if you never did this and if I did never catch this text message and these different things like that, then I would never have hit you. You made me so mad and just tried to make me feel guilty like it was my fault. And I was so young and naive and I was just listening to him and I didn't want to go back home because at home we didn't have gas at that time we didn't have um 
hot water. We didn't have lights and we didn't have the, the, the things that I felt like we needed at home to where I was comfortable. Our house wasn't in the condition that I wanted to live in. And I was kind of comfortable living with this man and being provided. You know, he was providing for me. So I ended up going back home. The beating started to get worse, worse, and it became more and more on a daily basis. And I had my son. My son started to see me get beat on. He started to beat on me in front of my child. Out of hands to where I didn't even want my son at home with me. I would feel more comfortable with my son just being over his grandmother's house. And one day my son had told his grandmother, like, I saw the guy's name. I don't want to say his name, but he said, I saw him hitting on mommy. And when his grandmother told me that, I said, Lord Jesus, my son is recognizing this. My son is recognizing this. At this time, my son was about two and three years old. And I was like, he's old enough to talk and, and to notice and recognize things that's not right and to see me crying. And just that for it, I was with him for about two years. And it would be to the point where I would be afraid to even look at someone if I walked into the store because I knew that I was a very pretty attractive girl and I know a lot of guys would try to always talk to me or date me or try to hit on me when I go out in public not physically hit me but tries to get my attention and I knew that if I made eye contact with somebody just walking past and they didn't see him with me or next to me then somebody had tried to talk to me and then I ran into situations like that before so when when I got home He'd jump on me because of that, because he felt like I gave somebody a reason to talk to me or I was talking to this person that he saw me out and they spoke to me. So I just would look at the ground when I walked or my self-esteem was so low. And I know that I'm a beautiful woman, but when I was with him, I felt so ugly. Don't, 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 don't touch that now. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Miss the show where we talked bullying and suicide with author and anti-bullying activist Justin Coates. So Justin, I want you to tell our listeners how you ultimately decided to handle being bullied. Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I reverse the curse of a negative, a stupid, to something positive. So this is what stupid means. The, the S is for I have strength. The T is for I am talented. Uh, the U is for I am unique. The P is for I was prayerful. The I is for I am intelligent, and the D is for I have determination. You tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in custom-made all occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. 
You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. bookkeeping service, then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service design with you in mind. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmons offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. You're tuned in to the Think Out Loud Radio Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. I hope you enjoyed our interview with CEO, mentor, and speaker, Miss Tony Owens. Let's hear more of this powerful interview. want anyone to look at me. I didn't want no one to say nothing to me because I knew that with them just saying hello or if it was somebody that I knew back from school or the neighborhood and they saw me at the gas station were together, I knew that when I got home, if I had a conversation with them at the gas station just saying hello, that that would get me a beating when I got home. So I just would look at the ground when I walked and my self-esteem was so low and I didn't have any friends. None of my friends wanted to really hang around me like that anymore because of me, because I isolated myself from them. Because I felt like if I go over my friend's house, then when I get back home, me and him will have a fight because he's gonna take an argument with me and he's gonna feel like I'm over there doing something that I have no business doing. So two years later, after being with this man, the last time he put me in a hospital, so he put me in a hospital twice, the last time I just decided this was enough. This was enough. I didn't cold turkey quit dating this guy, but I knew that I had to pull myself back and withdraw myself from him. So at this time I was 18 years old and I was in my last year of school. I had already been going back and forth from being in school one minute to not being in school to being in school and in the daytime to switching to night classes because I had a child and because I was trying to make ends meet and do different things like that. So it was causing me to be thrown off with school and everything, but I ended up finding an adult education school to go to. And I was 18 years old and I was in 12th grade going for my diploma. 
And I ended up leaving this guy because the last time he took me in the hospital and I moved back home with my dad. And I said, I didn't care about anything. I just was getting to the point where I was tired. I was tired of fighting him. I started fighting him back because at first I didn't used to fight him back. I started fighting him back. And I ended up just winging myself off from talking to this man. I ended up hanging around some other females, not from my school, but through a family member. And they were very flashy. They always had money. All of them were close to my age, probably a couple years older, and they had cars. And I was the one that was like struggling out the group. And I'll be around them and they'll be like, okay, Tony, we got these bags of money. Help us count our money. They had all, all of these ones. And I knew that they were dancing at the strip club. And I was just like, okay, they getting all this money and they pay me to count their money. They pay me to count out each hundred stack and band their money up from them. And then they'll give me a hundred dollars for counting their money for them. This wasn't every single night but I was making some money from them doing it and I was thankful for it at the time because I didn't have any income. So I started seeing that and hanging around them and I started feeling like, I need my own money. I want my own money. I'm tired of counting their money for them. I want to have my own money. I'm tired of asking them for money, borrowing them for money. I mean, borrowing money from them so we can go and hang out and have a good time and then I'm paying them back or not even paying them back and they just look out for me and I was just tired of that. So. I asked one of the girls, like, can you give me a job at the Crazy Horse? And this was a strip club on Michigan Avenue. They changed the name now, I believe. But she said, yeah, I'll get you a job up there. And I started waitressing. So I started falling off, falling off from my classes with school. At that time, I'm waitressing and I drop out of school. I'm at the peak of getting my diploma. I drop out, no longer going to school anymore. A couple months later, I get my GED, which thankful for that. But I drop out at 12th grade. I'm working at the strip club. I'm making all of this money waitressing. And then here it comes. I get in an accident in the little car that I had bought. And now I'm in the process of living with my mom, but going from house to house. So I wasn't stable. And I had my son. And I'm like, I need to get a home and I need to get a vehicle. So I said, this money is not coming in like this. It's fast money, but it's not coming in enough. I need to dance. I need to make some money. I'm Now I'm picking up the girls' money off the floor at the strip club as a waitress. Whenever the money is falling from the air and I'm a waitress, I'm picking up their money. I said, I need my own money. So I start dancing. Now at this time, I would be in a strip club. I'll dance. I was never a drinker, never a smoker. I never had to get high or to do anything like that to be able to be in that type of atmosphere. I just did it and my mind stayed on, I need to get this money and I need to get out of this. That's how you start off thinking, I'm just gonna do this for this little bit of time and then I'm gonna be done. But it doesn't work like that because you accumulate more debt. Because you're, you're, now you're buying stuff, now you're putting more things in your name and now you're doing more more things that's causing you to have more debt so now you have to work more to pay for these things and then you're getting used to this fast money and you're hanging out you're flying in and out of town those were things that I was doing I was doing with my friends and that I know a lot of the other girls in the street life in the world of the bar as far as strippers that they do so these were the things that I was starting to accumulate I was starting to be exposed to too many different things I started dating more different street guys more different drug dealers so they started taking me on trips. 
they started taking me shopping. I started hanging out with my friends and we started flying in and out of town and doing different things, going here, going there. And I started getting a greed spirit. To me, that's what it was, a spirit of greed of what the Bible states. So at this point, I was just like, never having my son the way that a mother should. And I didn't feel good about it on the inside. I felt totally, just totally dark and terrible. So I was talking to one of my friends and her name is Ebony. She's my God sister. And I was talking to her and she was telling me like, you should come to this church. And the church is the church that I'm actually at now. It is called Fresh Start Ministries, where Robbie Warren comes to, who you saw me on Facebook with. And she told me you should come to this church. And I ended up coming to the church. And when I came to the church, I felt God's presence there. I felt that light that I needed to feel because I was so dark within myself. My spirit was so dark and tainted and just exposed to so much that I felt like if I get to this place and keep pressing my place, myself to this place, then I'll be walking in God's continuous light. And then I'll be a light for someone else. So when I first started coming to the church, I didn't start, stop dancing immediately at all. I still would dance and I still would leave church on Sundays and go and dance at Erotic City on Seven Mile and Conant because on Sundays, it was always a really nice crowd coming in for day shifts. And I would feel bad about it afterwards because now I was starting to feel conviction. I was starting to learn more about God and knowing what I was doing was not right. It didn't feel right and it wasn't lining up with my spirit. So I got up in front of the church and I testified about me being a dancer. I testified about how I wanted to be better as a mother and how I wanted God to change my life around. And from there, I put my dance bag at the altar. I gathered up my dance shoes, my dance clothes, my dance license, and I told my pastor, who was Charles Winfield, that I wanted God to change me and that I put my, my stuff at the altar. And he told me this, ba this bag will stay here until God says it's time to remove it. So my dance bag stayed at the altar for two years. A few months later, I went out and purchased some more things to have to go and dance in because I ended up black backsliding. My spirit drew back, well my, not my spirit, but this flesh, excuse me, this flesh drew back to that old thing that it was used to, to that familiar place. And I was in debt and I had needed finances and I was going through some things. So at this time I ended up going back to dancing about two years later, about two years later, because the dance back sat at the altar for two years, God just dropped in my spirit like, no more, Tony, no more, it's no more. And my pastor had told me one year in December, which was December 2015, he said this upcoming year of 2016, you will no longer be dealing with that anymore. It's gonna be done, it's gonna be over with. And he removed my dance bag from that altar. April 2016 was the last day that I stepped foot in any strip club, hanging out in the bar, the last day that I danced, period. So it was going on almost three years of that. April the 16th, 2016 was the last day that I danced. And while I was going to that church, God literally, literally just peeled back layers, like as if I was an onion, just peeling back layers off of me of everything that I had picked up on when I was in the streets, when I was in a bar. And I didn't even understand what was taking place at that time, but I knew he was building me up for where I'm at now 
and what I'm doing now, like with my organization. So I was delivered, I was healed, I was free. I will go to the altar every single Sunday and lay at the altar and ask God to purge me, to clean me out from all of the things that I picked up on from the streets and from other people and all the different men that I had slept with, all of the different spirits that I took in, those soul ties, the strongholds, the bondages. And I was just asking, can you break this? Can you strip this from me? Can you heal me? I didn't care about different people in the church talking about me because I know, I know that it's people who, who will be in a church who will have things to say. I know that we love God and we are Christians, but the devil will try to tie that tongue up and get someone to talk about you and then the rumors to float around, whether if you in church or not in church, and I'm fully aware of that. And I didn't care about those naysayers or those people who were saying, she's back backsliding, she's at the altar, so I know she probably was dancing over the weekend and different things like that. I didn't care about that. I had to press for myself, for my salvation, and for all the other people who was going to get to the kingdom through me from me telling them my story and being there constantly for them and being that light, showing them like, hey, God did this for me. I could really help you with my story and where I'm at now. And I could be a blessing to you because he's using me and he's using my story. And then other people will be able to hear. I'll be able to be a voice and they'll be able to have an ear to listen. So I knew that I had to keep pressing my way. And once I did that, here I am now starting all different type of things that I have going on with my organization and just being a blessing to other people and being a light for them. So my deliverance came from that through my church, through God, of course, but me going to the church Fresh Start Ministries with the pastor that I have, who is Charles Winfield, and just a solid background of believers, people in my church who constantly pray for me, who I knew that I can go and talk to, my mentor, Sister Tamika, who was there for me throughout the way, my current boyfriend now, Joseph Winfield, who I'm with at this time, he constantly stayed in prayer for me. It was really, really hard because the spirit wanted to do what was right, but my flesh wanted to act up. So that's my testimony and my story of how it started, what I went through in the midst of some of it, and how I came out of it. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Have you purchased Michael Nimmin's new book entitled Vision? It is definitely a bestseller in the making. This book is full of positive insights on vision from people like President Barack Obama, Nelson Mandela, and Dr. Miles Monroe. Michael Nimmin's offers a riveting and thought-provoking perspective on how spiritual vision transcends both natural and mental vision and propels you to your place of destiny and purpose in God. It is definitely a must-have. Just $20 for hard copy and $3.99 in ebook format. Available online everywhere books are sold. Get your copy today. You're tuned in.
instead of thinking. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hey there, this is writer, director, producer, and visionary Vanessa Lynn, and you are listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with the one and only Pastor Michael Nimmons. We join you, we ask you to join us and think out loud. The Thinking Out Loud radio show giving voice to issues that matter to you. Got the munchies? Call Munchies! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchies! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchies! If you want some off-water pizza and wings? Call Munchies! Call 248-476-7272. Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington. Where you have the munchies, call munchies. It's their birthday. Need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. I know you enjoyed our interview with CEO, mentor, and speaker, Miss Tony Owens. Let's hear the conclusion of this inspiring interview. Wow, what an amazing testimony. What an amazing testimony. And, you know, the courage that you have to share your testimony with so many people. We just, I mean, I just wanted to listen. And I wanted, and I hope that those who are tuned in on Blog Talk Radio and WDPR, or those that are listening to even a podcast on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn or Spotify will um I know they're going to be they're being blessed by your testimony, your courage and um I just it's amazing. You you are truly a remarkable young lady and God has done some some wonderful things in your life. He's brought you a mighty long way. Um just listening to you you said so much uh that you know that we could jump off into you know one thing that comes to mind is you know you making these adult decisions at 14 years old being pregnant you know and your mother 
um, you know, being drug addicted and and you not living at home and having stability of having parents there that cared about you, um, cared about your well-being and you were taking care of yourself, you know, that 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 is just so unfortunate. Um, but one great thing about God, he is a God that can turn tragedy into triumph. And that's what we see and hear in your testimony. That is definitely what we see and we hear in your testimony. I know you are enjoying our interview with mentor and motivational speaker, Tony Owens. Tony, I want you to tell our listeners more about your organization, um, what you're doing to uh, mentor young women uh, that may have um, may be thinking about going down that path um, that you took uh, and and what 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 are some of the things that you're doing to help them make the right decisions yes um, definitely so journeys and trails LLC is an organization that focuses on self-development and life skills so we definitely we work with females, adolescents, we work with grown women too as well and we just mentor and we just guide them and we constantly pour inside of them trying to help them pull out goals, set goals for them, set goals with them try to do anything that we can on our end to help them achieve those goals we stay in constant communication with the people that we work with to help build them up, to encourage them to motivate them, to check on them to let them know that they're not alone because it's so easy to have someone with you right then and there even if you're doing a session or if you're doing a class and we're all pouring out into each other but then this person goes home and they have to deal with everything by themselves and they're by themselves so we constantly follow up with the people that we assist, that we work with. And we constantly just check on them and let them know that we're here anytime. I have two, no, I have three other mentors up underneath Journeys and Trails right now, which is Ryan Krigler, Trene Hurd, Demetrene Hurd is her first and last name, and Sierra Webster. And these are all women of God and they definitely helped me pour into the other girls as well, as well as my mentor, my, my own mentor, which is Tamika Lindsay. And when I tell you that I have some really great women who light is always shining as well, and they're definitely a light. So when you have a team like the team that I have and that I feel like God is blessing the organization with, blessing me with, it allows things to be able to function more effectively because now we have not just one powerful person that I know God has brought out of me, myself, but I have a couple other powerful women that standing beside me, on the sides of me. And these are women who I know that are going to get into prayer. We pray for the people that we, we mentor. We pray for the young girls that we talk to because sometimes it might just be a class that we might do at our church and my pastor allow us to use the fellowship area. And we'll just do a class with a bunch of young girls. But we'll open up with prayer. We'll close with prayer. We'll call and check on them and pray for them. And we know that prayer is the number one key to everything. Right. Without God, we know that the power is not here. But with God, we have all the power in his name. So definitely, we definitely stand on God's word and prayer within this organization. 
Wow. I know you are enjoying our interview with mentor and motivational speaker, Tony Owens. She has just shared with us an amazing testimony of how God brought her from a life of abuse and stripping and has now turned her life completely around where she is now helping uh, young women that are battered and abused uh, to show them that there is a better life for them through God's word. Just amazing. Um, Again, so happy uh, that she um, has consented to be on the Thinking Out Loud radio show to share her testimony. A scripture comes to mind as I was listening to her testimony. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become brand new. And that scripture uh, stands out to me because, um, you know, the enemy, the devil wants us to wallow in our past. He will remind us of our past. He'll remind us of uh, the things that we went through. And sometimes our past uh, is hard to get over and it's hard to forget. But when when we when we are in Christ, uh, we are a new creature. Old things are passed away and they're thrown into a sea of forgetfulness. And God completely makes us brand new. Isn't that remarkable? Yes, yes, I definitely agree with you. That is truly amazing. His word is just so promising. What makes your testimony so powerful It to me is your willingness to share it. Your willingness to share it. The power in your testimony is effectuated through your willingness to share it with others. I think if you went through this and and you didn't share it with anyone that it would have it, it, it would not have been as powerful in my mind because like I said earlier I believe God doesn't take us through things f- for us but he takes us through things for him to get the glory through us and for our light to shine that men may see our good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. And your willingness to share your testimony, I think, is what makes it so powerful. Do you agree with that? I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. When you have a fire burning testimony, do not sit on that testimony. You do not know what that person that is next to you going through, or they might not even be going through something. What your testimony is standing behind of and what your testimony stands for may not be the situation that that person is in, but they might have a sister, mother, brother, cousin who is going through that same thing or went through that same thing and still needs some healing and some deliverance from it. And they can go ahead and take your testimony and tell it to someone else. So even if it's not someone right then and there that's going through it, they might know someone who's going through that. So whenever you have a fire burning testimony, don't sit on that testimony. Definitely be a voice so other people can be healed from it. Other people can be delivered from it. You never know what someone is going through or who they know who's going through something that is similar as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, one of the things I wanted to uh, discuss with you before 
I let you go is some of the prevailing factors that you think um, will lead a woman down the path of of stripping, exotic dancing, you know, um, you know what what are some of the things that 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 you that because of your experiences, what are some of the factors that are are you believe that you believe are some of the biggest ones that um, play into a woman making the decision to take her clothes off for money? One, I think it is from not having that proper guidance through my parents. And I let me first say this: me and my mother has a beautiful relationship. At- wonderful, wonderful. Of her being a drug addict from back then to today, that is my queen. My father and I, we are best friends. I love my parents with my whole heart. I used to blame them for it, and one day God told me, let it go. Definitely state that with me not having the proper guidance there as a child, as a young lady, I feel like that was the number one thing. So I say this to the women and the men who are listening, make sure that you are there for your children. Not saying that you have to give them the things that they ask for because kids can ask for some things sometimes that is so unnecessary. But make sure that you have a relationship with them and make sure that you definitely let them know about God and make sure that you are in their lives and just being that parent, not their friend, but being that parent that they need because I didn't have that. I think that is number one. Number two is as the adolescents who may be on this line listening, the young teens and stuff, watch out who you hang out with. So if you're around a bunch of negative people or people who are doing certain things, you you tend to pick up on their type of spirits, their habits, and their ways. So two, watch out the company that you keep. Three, stay away from these street guys, these drug dealers who has all of this money, who's exposing you to a certain lifestyle that is very hard to keep up with and that is not godly that is not a clean lifestyle that is not something that you know that the lord would not approve of that the lord the lord would not approve of this the things that you're being exposed to because there's no way that i should have been with an older man period at that time and i've dated a lot of older men as a young girl which is sad but i can be honest the lifestyle of the different things that they showed me trying to keep up with that and trying to keep up with them caused me to keep pressing my way too as well into that bar to make more money to make sure that I'm not looking like a broke cheap female and I'm trying to keep up and match their fly in the terms of how it was back then and I just definitely say to the girls please you don't have to go that way. You don't have to date those type of men. And, and majority of the men who are that type of way have a lot of bad characteristics about themselves, don't respect you as a woman at all. And those were things that I feel like caught me up in a whole in a whole swirl. I was just caught up with all of that. That caused me to still just like lead down that path. Mm. Wow. I know you are enjoying and have enjoyed our interview with mentor and motivational speaker, Tony Owens. She has just 
um, shared with us a very powerful testimony. Um, I just appreciate her courage, her candor uh, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I know you have appreciated it as well. Those that are listening on Blog Talk Radio on WDPR 102.4, I pray that you were blessed by uh, Ms. Owens sharing with us this tremendous testimony of how God changed her life and turned it completely around. Tony, before we let you go, I want you to share with our listeners your contact information, how they can, um, you know, if there are any young ladies might be listening that want uh, to be involved in some way with your mentorship program, uh, their parents that might be interested in um, and talking with you or reaching out to you. I want you to give them the information about your organization, how you can be followed and uh, reached out to on social media. Give them all of that great information before we let you go. Yeah, thank you so much, Michael Nemeth. Thank you so much for just having me on your Thinking Out Loud show. It is definitely a blessing and an honor. And my contact information you can follow me on instagram at journey and trails or you can friend me on facebook first name tony t-o-n-i last name owens o-w-e-n-s my telephone number is 313-989-3765 and you can contact me anytime at that telephone number in regards of mentorship, empowerment, life training, or if you need a inspirational speaker, I am definitely available to come out or to have a meeting with to set up some type of time. As well, the organization that I am over is Journeys and Trails, LLC, which is of mentorship, empowerment, and life training. So if anyone wants to be Involved, or if you are looking for a mentor for yourself, for your daughter, definitely contact me. We are definitely available to speak in regards of these terms. There you have it, guys. Uh, we have been tremendously blessed by the testimony and interview with mentor and motivational speaker Tony Evans. I thank you so much. For sharing your testimony on the Thinking Out Loud radio show I know our listeners have been blessed by uh, your testimony on tonight And we pray that God will continually bless you And take you higher and higher in Him Thank you so much, um, Mr. Nemens I thank you for having me on your show It is a blessing and it is an honor To be able to speak To be a voice And just what you are doing Because not only is my story Helping other people But all the other people Who you bring onto your show Is definitely a blessing It's a, it's a blessing You're blessing people To have a voice on your show And to be a voice for other people So I thank you I thank you so much In regards to this opportunity You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. 
Hello, this is Reverend Marcia Dyson, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm a reverend, unapologetically. <laughs> and I'm talking out loud and thinking out loud with you. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. the show where we talked politics and the church with Dr. Freddie Haynes. I want to give you a hypothetical. If you were an invited minister to the Trump White House, first question is, do you go? Catch it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And the answer is no. Uh, Donald Trump is an amoral Liar. He's also egomaniacal. And because he is egomaniacal and a narcissist, you know that, you know, to meet with him, you basically are there for his benefit. If you hear that I'm in a meeting with Donald Trump, know that somebody's impersonating me or that I have been a victim of the invasion of the body snatchers and someone has taken over my body because that is not something that I would ever do. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Got the munchies? Call Munchies! If you worked all day, need a break? Call Munchies! Having a party for the big game? Call Munchies! If you want some off-water pizza and wings? Call Munchies! Call 248-476-7272 Located at 34527 Grand River in Farmington Where you have the munchies? Call Munchies! Listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and now available on Spotify. Subscribe today. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. It's time. 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 For the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Thought of the Week. Tonight's Thought of the Week comes from a message that we ministered a few years ago entitled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? It's also a sermon that inspired our first book, Sharing the Same Name. We thought it was appropriate given the title of tonight's show and the theme of tonight's show to share a portion of this message with you. Take a listen. Get your neighbor and ask them the question, Who Told You? that you were naked. Somebody ought to give God a praise in this place as you take your seat. There is no greater question 
There is no greater inquiry, no greater examination. Even though this question is not directed towards us as a whole, we've surely felt its ramifications as well as its consequences. Even though this question was directed toward the first Adam, it is a question that has echoed throughout the depths of eternity. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you get you to believe that there is no hope and life is hopeless and what's even worse people of God is that the devil the, the, the devil's lies to us uh, many of us are starting to believe what the devil is telling us uh, we breathe life into the devil's lies by believing them and not only believing in them but adopting them as a part of our identity uh, confessing defeat when you are born a winner, a professing failure when you're more than a conqueror, living like a victim when you are already victorious uh, people of God you see this is collateral damage of the lies that the enemy is constantly telling us and we cultivate the lies by turning them into alternative lifestyles God called us beautiful God called us best God called us good, God called us bountiful God called us well favored God called us gracious and here the devil is coming and telling that telling Adam and Eve that they were not what God said that they were hallelujah hallelujah and so uh, the devil got them to believe that they were incomplete and that God was holding something back from them that God was hiding something from them that God was not being completely honest with them and so God asking Adam this question uh, he was essentially asking Adam uh, who else are you listening to uh, who else has your ear who else uh, loves you more more than me uh, oh, hallelujah God asking Adam who told you uh, that you were naked uh, he was essentially asking Adam uh, who else uh, are you being influenced by uh, because everything I told you about yourself uh, is that you are well favored uh, everything I told you about yourself uh, I'm here to build you up uh, everything I told you about yourself uh, I came to give you power uh, but somewhere along the line you've got the attention of somebody else and they've got your ear and they are speaking death into your life hallelujah so my question to you people of God is who else are you listening to who else is speaking into your life if you feel defeated you need to look around you and look at your company look at your inner circle and if 
if the people around you are not building you up, then they must be tearing you down. If the people close to you are not on your side, then you need to get on God's side. Do I have a witness in this place? You see, there is no way uh, that we can truly know who we are uh, until we truly know who God is. Uh, Mankind uh, has no identity outside of Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul said, it's in him that we live. Uh, It's in him that we move. Uh, And it's in him that we have our being. Uh, You see, we ultimately have uh, no identity outside uh, of Jesus Christ Uh, hallelujah and this could be more this could be no more evident uh, in the garden of Eden uh, where Adam is now hiding from the God uh, that created him uh, as if uh, he doesn't even know him Uh, oh uh, and this is so uh, because the further away from God you are uh, oh the less you know about yourself uh, the further away uh, Adam was from God the less he knew about himself the further away from God that we are the more confused we are about our identity the further away we are from God the more confused we are about our sexuality the more confused we are about our sexual orientation the further away from God that we are, the more confused we are about our purpose. The further away from God that we are, the more confused we are about our destiny. The further away from God that we are, the easier it is for the devil to convince us that we're something that we're not. You see, your proximity to God ultimately determines not only how much you know about him, but how well you know yourself. I say all the time that the word of God is not just the autobiography of Jesus Christ, or rather the biography of Jesus Christ, but it is the autobiography of you and I. You can't look in Jet Magazine to find out who you are. You can't look at Alex Haley's roots to find out who you are. But I dare somebody to crack open the word of God. And you'll find out who you are. You'll find out that you are a chosen generation. You'll find out that you're a royal priesthood. You'll find out that you're a holy nation. Is there anybody like that in the building? Give God a praise in this place. Hallelujah. The devil made the tree the object of their affection because he said God was essentially keeping this from you because he didn't want you to be like him. Uh, but Adam and Eve being close enough to God, uh, at that moment they would have remembered uh, we were already like God uh, because in order for God uh, to create them, uh, he had to look at himself. Uh, do I have a witness in here? In order for God uh, to create man, uh, he had to look at himself. Uh, The Bible says we were made in his likeness uh, and we were made in his image. Uh, And so they had that moment of amnesia that cost them the rest 
of their life. Hallelujah. So I just drop by to let somebody in here know you can't afford to lose your mind. You can't afford to have a bout with amnesia. Hallelujah. Because you can, it can mess you up for the rest of your life. Do I have a witness in this place? Hallelujah. Uh, so, hallelujah. We weren't just anybody. When God created us, uh, we were already somebody. Uh, when God created us, uh, because we were made in his likeness uh, and in his image. Uh, but the devil convinced Adam and Eve uh, that there was something missing. Uh, that there was something that God uh, was holding from them. Uh, they get God left something out of the recipe. Uh, that God forgot something that God was holding something from them and that's what the devil wants to do to you uh, he wants you to think hallelujah that God is making things up as he goes he wants you to think that God doesn't have a plan for your life he wants you to think hallelujah that God is playing Russian roulette with your life hallelujah but hallelujah I'm reminded of what the prophet Jeremiah said hallelujah in, first, in, in, in the first chapter of Jeremiah God spoke to him and said before I formed thee in the belly I knew thee and I sanctified thee and I ordained thee oh baby before you were even a twinkle in your mother's eye God knew who you were going to be so you're not here by accident you're not here by happenstance you're not here by coincidence but look at that neighbor and tell them neighbor I'm here on purpose enjoy tonight's show we want to give a special shout out and thank you to ceo mentor and speaker miss tony owens thank you for being on the thinking out loud radio show and sharing your testimony with our listeners i'm sure there were those listening that were definitely blessed by it on tonight we appreciate you being on the thinking out loud radio show with us And to all of our listeners out there, we appreciate you tuning in to tonight's show. Thank you so very much for tuning in each and every week. We truly, truly appreciate you. Remember to rate, review, and share our show. We would love to get your feedback and all of your support as well. Feel free to email us at contact at michaelnemis.com or add us on social media at TOL Radio Host MSN. Be sure to stop by our website and read our blogs at michaelnemis.com. That's right, michaelnemis.com. 
Stay tuned for next week's show. We got another great show in store for you. We're going to be interviewing violinist Candace Smith. I'm telling you guys, she is tremendously talented. This is definitely an interview you don't want to miss. So stay tuned for that next week. Same time, same station. And as always, remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.